Word City Life podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. And this podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the everyday, normal rhythms of life. And I've got three gentlemen with me today. Guys, would you introduce yourself? Yeah, this is Rob Spikstra, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Kenor, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Secretary of Youth Director. All right. Well, what we want to do today is discuss a recent article in the Wall Street Journal and also... I mean, we'll just, we're going to be talking about TikTok, all right? That's what we're talking about. The article is written by Julie Jargon, and it's, the title is TikTok Feeds Teens a Diet of Darkness. Hmm. Now, TikTok has been in the news for a while. There's all kinds of studies that show um, it's having a harmful effect on our teenagers. It's also in the in the news because TikTok is owned by China. Mm. And China has a vested interest in, um, I'll just say, exploiting the West. They want to be financially dominant in the world. They want to be, well, they really want to be dominant in every way they possibly can. And one strategy, it's hard for us to wrap our minds around this because we live kind of American, American first and America, you know, is central in our mind, and we don't really, most Americans I meet don't really care too much about other nations. They just want to be left alone, and they assume other nations have that same attitude, but that's not how other uh, at, uh, other nations, they don't have that attitude. Other Many nations want to see our demise, want to see our destruction. Um, they're driven by pride and all kinds of different things, and they, they want to be um, the chief dominant superpower in the world, and China is that. Uh, China is one of those countries. So... So it should be concerning to Americans that um, China has a co- has a company and has a product, a social media platform in the United States that studies are saying it's it's damaging to teens. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we that should go huh? Yeah. I, I wonder what what that is. Kevin used a term in the last podcast called psyops. Mm-hmm. What 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 did you mean when you when you said that, Kevin? Yeah, I, I called it. Uh, I think I called it spiritual psyops, right? Psychological warfare, um, feeding mm-hmm. propaganda to lead you astray, and then specifically in that context, talking about how Satan uses things exactly like this to kind of lead people astray, lead people down. Yeah. So psychological mm-hmm. warfare and a propaganda campaign. It can be as simple as dropping pamphlets and leaflets on the enemy behind enemy lines that just says, you know, your people are losing and your people are, you know, if you don't, if you don't lay down your arms, you're all going to die. You know, it can be as simple as that. And then it gets, you know, the CIA and different, you know, special forces, they use all kind of psychological tactics and warfare. Uh, Parents, you know, a little bit those psyops when you're trying to talk to your teenagers (laughs) And trying to get get them to do the right thing, but you want them to think it was their idea yeah. <laughs> to do the right thing. Um, but we are a co- complex. Well, I hate to say it like this. Some people with a um, atheistic worldview and, a, and kind of just a pure pure reason, and, and, and we're nothing but flesh. Mm. They call us meat computers. Hmm. So they call us. We're, we're nothing but a complex meat computer, mm. a, com- a wet computer, a computer that's made up of the majority of liquid. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's all we are. And that worldview, there, there's 
first off, it's not true. Um, we are an embodied soul, right? That's what we are. But we are a complex uh, unit that we're all together. So what? So that means our thoughts affect what we love, and what we think and what we love affects what we do. Right. Mm. And so if there is a way to put thoughts in a person's head, you can begin to shape what they love, what they desire, how they feel, yeah. and that will change their behavior, mm -hmm. right? And so this is where TikTok comes in, all right? TikTok, um, the, it's very addictive. It's yeah. highly addictive because it's sh really short. Mm -hmm. How long are the videos? Probably about 10 seconds. 10-second videos. It's 10-second videos. Parents mm -hmm. are like, well, what harm could a 10-second video do? Well, nothing. But do kids watch t just one 10-second video? Yeah. They just what? They keep scrolling. They just keep scrolling. And so what happens is you watch a 10-second cute video, and then you scroll for another one and another one and another one, and that is literally rewiring our children's brains. It's making them have an even um, a, a, a lower a, mm -hmm. oh, how do I say it, man? Attention span. Attention span. Thank yeah. you, man. Listen, if you for everybody out here, I'm going to stutter and stammer today because <laughs> I've been working over at the building for eight hours. Been had my construction hat on today. Um, so it's lowering their attention span. They're they're not able to focus for long periods of time because of, now listen, we we've heard this. Most people my age have heard this our whole life. They they told us television was doing this. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the reality: television did it, mm -hmm. but it was like. Tw it was like 28 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah right. like 20 minutes because you're watching a 20-minute show and there's commercials and all this stuff. And it did lower it, – it really did lessen and lower our attention span where it's harder to sit for hours. Most people find it hard to sit for hours to read yeah. or have s sustained thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now we've basically pushed the gas pedal to that. Yeah. And it's 10-second videos mm -hmm. that give you maximum dopamine hit in yes. your brain. Mm-hmm. Maximum. What, what's a dopamine? Dopamine is what makes you feel euphoric. It's like what makes you feel really, really good. And you can get a dopamine hit by sprinting or mm -hmm. by running for a few mm -hmm. miles or yep. by working out. But who needs that yeah. when you can watch a video for 10 seconds yeah. and get the same dopamine hit? Mm -hmm. But it's also the same hit that makes drugs addictive. Yes. Yeah. Okay, So it has an addictive property. It's self-affirming. It makes people want to keep keep going to it. So when you say TikTok, I mean, why is that such the main focus instead of the the Snapchat that does the same thing, the Instagram, the Twitter, the the Facebook? Yeah. Why is why is TikTok one of the main focuses right now? Well, there's two major reasons. Number one is who owns it, mm -hmm. and number two is the the algorithm, okay, mm -hmm. the algorithm. Now, yeah. now, but we're not saying, t listen, I am a grown man. I enjoy reading for hours at a time, mm -hmm. okay? I've worked really hard. I have ADHD. I find all these social media sites highly addictive for me. I can scroll them for hours on end, okay? So I have to be very careful with all my social media accounts, okay? Mm -hmm. I very rarely use Twitter. I maybe check Twitter once a day, maybe once every other day, and I can I check it for ten minutes, and then I find I get I find my emotions changing. Yeah. I find my attitude about the world changing. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. the, the The social yeah. media I use the most is going to be YouTube, right? 
But what I use YouTube for primarily is long form content. Now, some of it's my hobbies, my, my, you know, my bourbon collecting and some and CrossFit and some jujitsu. But what I'm using YouTube for is to inform me, better inform me on my hobbies or on my interests, whatever they are. I'm not watching YouTube shorts because right. YouTube shorts is getting in on this market, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Facebook stories, it's in on this market. Yep. Everybody's trying to capitalize in on this and they're trying to rob your attention. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to rob your thinking. They want your, they want your attention. That's mm-hmm. what they want. All right. So I think they're all harmful if they're not used in very uh, proactive ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're mindlessly scrolling, it's damaging your soul, bottom line. Mm-hmm. But what makes TikTok um, especially pernicious is, number one, it's owned by China. And China wants to – China would, would – if China could push a button right now that made – the next generation of Americans weaker, mm-hmm. more intellectually lazy, softer, more easily manipulative. He, they would push the button right now. They don't. They're they're not about human flourishing. They're not about equal rights for all around the world. They they want to win. Okay. So if they if they had a button that they could push to to ruin your child's life, they will. Okay. Mm. For their own sake. And then the second part, and this is what this article specifically gets into, is the algorithm Mm -hmm. okay now we don't really know we don't understand most of us don't understand the algorithm now does anybody want to hop in here and explain like what the research what what they found when they're researching this and from this article yeah they're, they're finding that particularly in teenagers right um the tiktok search algorithm is kind of flooding their feeds with what we'd consider harmful, damaging content, right? When we say harmful and damaging, we're talking eating disorders, self-harm, um, suicidal content, and both both people attempting suicide and people talking about suicide. So, so these things that are um, particularly harmful for kids, it's just, it's flooding them. And so in this, in this article, they talked about a study they did um, where they went in and they created accounts and they set the accounts like they were 13 year olds and it didn't take long at all. I don't, I don't think it said how long, but they, they only spent 30 minutes on the app. Okay. Yeah. It, within 30 minutes, they, these fake accounts, these accounts set up as teenagers and they weren't searching the stuff out. Okay. Let me, let me, there's a for you button. <clears throat> so the for you button is basically videos mm-hmm. that, that TikTok is recommending. They think you'll like. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Parents, if you want to know you, your kids' temptations, just click on, get their phone and click on the for you button, because they can clear their search history. They can do all this stuff, but the for you button mm-hmm. is tracking. Here's what it's tracking: as your kid looks at something, they're tracking the speed at which they scroll it. So mm-hmm. if they slow down for a video and they don't even watch the whole thing, they just slow down for a video, it tracks it. Yeah. It knows if it's watched the whole video. Yeah. It knows if it's slowed down. Even if it slows down, what the algorithm is going to do is going to send more of that content to you. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the deal. They, they acted like they were 13-year-olds. They got on there. They looked at that for you, the for you button, and there's 
all of these things that Kevin just mentioned, people that are suicidal, people that are depressed, people that feel like they're gender confused, people that are cutting, people that are uh, uh, talking about eating disorders. And even if you slow down and watch it, mm-hmm. and, and like there's there's girls on there weeping and talking about their story, and they're even getting a, getting uh, away from like the guards, and they're, so they're not calling it like suicidal. They're, they're changing the words to sound similar. Yeah, and I can't remember what it was, but it was like it was a made up word to sound. It's kind of sewer slide. Yeah, sewer slide. So they know if they say suicidal, they can get flagged. So they'll say sewer slide. Mm-hmm. They're using it like this. But here's what happens. Think about your 13-year-old daughter. She sees somebody weeping and crying on TikTok. She's probably going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what TikTok is doing is sending more of that content. Yes. Now, t- just think about human nature. If you're s- seeing, and many of these kids that are looking at TikTok are looking at for hours yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. And if all, they're, they're, they're um, specifically catering the videos that you see to what you paused on and in these in these negative things and now your your feed is just flooded yeah with negative depressing suicidal mm-hmm. gender confused crazy people yeah depression goes up high and it it causes depression mm-hmm. to skyrocket and i think the other scary thing about this is um as well as the numbness to all the, mm-hmm. the things that they're seeing one moment you'll see someone getting high then you'll see someone that's naked then you'll see someone having fun then you'll see someone crying so then you're almost numb mm-hmm. to anything that's actually happening while you're flicking through this yeah and real life there are there are teenagers right now who would choose if you said if you could literally they did a poll on this if you could choose to be with your real friends or you could be on TikTok what would you prefer mm. and they're they say TikTok. Yeah. Because real life, what happens in 10 seconds? You don't get much yeah. dopamine no. in 10 seconds with yeah. real life. It takes a little bit more effort. And so, yeah, I can but see. But then this takes away actually for them uh, how, how to actually build relationships. Yeah. So right. then a lot of kids don't even know how to be within the same room with each other right. and have a conversation without being on their phones. Right. So, like, if you measured your life in 10 second increments, <laughs> you know, it's like, nothing good happens in 10 seconds. And it's like the, the best things in life take years of work, Mm. years of work, years of boring, slow, hard labor. Right. And TikTok is literally bypassing God's design Mm -hmm. that we're meant to work for months and like weeks and months and years and then get the dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Just think of like your wedding day. Right. You, you probably dated for months. You dated for years. You put all this thought, all this time. And then, she, you know, she comes walking down that aisle and boom. Ooh, yeah. There you go. That, that's the dope. This is yeah. the best moment of my life. Yes. Yeah, for sure. TikTok is replacing that biologically or chemically or, or psychologically and it's hijacking mm-hmm. our kids brains mm-hmm. so they think alternate reality is more real than mm-hmm. reality yeah so ultimately this is demonic because what what this what our enemy is recognizing is that what maybe 
the uh, China, as we've been saying, is, un, is an atheistic country, so they would say that we're made primarily of material or whatever. Uh, our enemy, Satan, knows that we're made of more than that. He knows that we are, we are made in the image of God. He knows that we are made of the mind. We are made of the emotions, but we were made of the spirit, physical. I mean, he, he knows the complications there. And so what he's trying to do is he is really getting at a spiritual issue through using, in one sense, this dopamine hit in order to get his spiritual, if you will, his spiritual message through, which is a dark, ugly, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, an alt it's a glorification of death. It's yeah. a glorification of, of suicide, of course. It's a glorification of, of just the uh, you know, self-harm. All of this is demonic. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking of uh, 2, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 10, um, where uh, God... God tells us through Paul, for though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. Mm. Now, again, the, Satan knows that. He, he knows that we're more than just flesh. But for though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Now, listen to what the strongholds are. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion array raised against the knowledge of God. So these 10-second um, hits are arguments mm. and their opinions mm. that are then being placed in the mind of a child, getting a little bit of a dopamine hit, and so it feels good, and they are absolutely against God. They're yeah. absolutely against God's good, mm. flourishing way. So, so Paul says, we destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought mm. captive. Oh, man. So here we're seeing how the mind and what we are feeding our mind is absolutely important. Take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. So, man, so, and so, th so think about that. Your kids are getting these 10-second thoughts put into their mind by random strangers. Mm -hmm. yeah. And many of them, and I'm just, Rob just used the term, I'm going to use them, are demon-possessed people. Yeah. So your kid is, you're, 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 if, you, if your child under the age of 18 has access to TikTok and these different platforms, they're giving the devil a foothold. Mm -hmm. they're, they're giving the devil 10 seconds to speak lies into their mind. Mm -hmm. And you don't know which one of those lies could get lodged. Could yep. A foothold, a, think of a foothold is, is like if you're climbing a, 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 a cliff, you look for some place to put your foot. Why? To get a better advantage, to get higher, to go up. That's what a foothold is. Mm -hmm. yep. So it's, it's an opportunity of Satan. Yeah. So uh, and maybe another, well, I'm sorry. You got, yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, yeah. so, all of now this this we're talking about depression we're talking about eating disorders we're talking about cutting mm -hmm. you're talking about gender ideology mm -hmm. maybe you're a girl maybe you're a boy maybe mm -hmm. you're confused maybe you, this, the LGBTQ plus agenda but even if you're not just talking about that you're talking about <coughs> consumerism yeah. you're talking about you're not good enough unless you have these shoes you're talking about you're not good enough unless you have this size of body or this mm -hmm. size of breasts or mm -hmm. this fashion. I mean, it is, we know TikTok is, they're not out there just to provide a free human service. Yeah. Right. They're out to make money. Right. So, and, and it's a psychological, it's psychological warfare. It's psychological operations because they can get into the mind of our teenagers and determine what they love. And yeah. they, it want, they want them to love the world and then give themselves to the world. Now, that part is, is evil, Right. 
But here's, here's the second part that we're not thinking about. 13-year-old girl pauses on video of a girl cutting herself and feeling horrible, feels like she's not, she's in the wrong body, right? I joke, but this is what it feels like to go through puberty most of the time. Mm -hmm. But now this person's saying, maybe I'm a boy trapped in a girl's body, yeah. whatever it is, I'm cutting myself, it feels good, but I know I shouldn't do it. And then she looks down and she sees that this person has 600,000 views mm -hmm. and she's got 300,000 likes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, what does that do? Now, it tells this girl or boy, whoever it is, not only does it put those thoughts in their mind, it also says, if you want to be liked, this is what you should do. Yeah. If you want to be popular, mm -hmm. this is what you do. This person's probably making millions of dollars on you, whatever, you know? It, it not only normalizes it, but there there is a reward. There is society is saying this is good. Mm, yeah. Mm. Right? So mom says, you look great, honey. I don't know what you're talking about. Of course, you know, but TikTok says you're too skinny, you're too fat, you're too whatever. Yeah. Mm. And if you get on TikTok and express yourself in that way and do that, you're rewarded by your peers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's mom's opinion versus 600,000 people's opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, and it's, one of the ugliest things is it's glorifying yep. victimhood. Yep. Mm. Mm -hmm. If you are a victim, then you have a special privileged status mm -hmm. in the virtual universe. Mm. Yeah. Mm. If you cut yourself, people will like you. Mm -hmm. If you dye your hair, people will like you. If you get on there and cry and weep about being confused and being all this, people will like you. Mm -hmm. So people are being rewarded for 100% antisocial behavior. Yeah, scary. That is crying in public, doing big weird things, that is antisocial behavior mm -hmm. that actually in real life people would be repulsed by you. Yeah. Like, right? You don't... We want to be in control. We're meant to be in control of our emotions. Do we weep and cry at times? Yes. Self-control, yeah. But to be unhinged and to be out of control, yeah. that should be frowned upon, not rewarded. Yeah. It's, in the history of the world, that has been frowned upon. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be weak. You don't want to be out of control. And now, arguably, for the first time in human civilization... It's being rewarded in mass mm -hmm. on a wide scale. Mm -hmm. yeah. And again, and China is behind it. Mm -hmm. Well, we could even say Satan, Satan. Yep. is behind it. Right. But China, a real world superpower that wants to see our destruction, mm -hmm. is behind it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's concerning. Yeah, yeah. it's good. And you think about how this is playing out what we see at the gar in the gardens the very, from the very beginning. And that is that... Uh, once, uh, you know, it's it's the questioning of the goodness of God mm -hmm. that then led the woman to be deceived, and in being deceived, then the man who wasn't taking his role, taking his here's our word responsibility, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. Then all of a sudden, he he sins, and then when God confronts them on this, what do they do? They blame somebody else. So now they're the victims. It's you who did. It's you who gave me 
uh, you know, the woman that, that did this, or mm -hmm. the woman, it's, it's the, the serpent that you, you made. She didn't say that, but that's what, <laughs> that's what it was implied there. Mm -hmm. And so there is this now position where you are the victim of somebody else's work. And so, you know, it's, so we, we shift our blame and we don't take personal responsibility. God is always, it, it's this interesting place where God is <clears throat> sovereign and providential in all that he does, and yet gives us responsibility to be living out our lives in a way that is in honor to in honor of him. Yeah. And this is totally stripping away that that uh, the the kind of in a sense the glorification of responsibility. It's it's stripping yeah. that away and yeah. saying that's be irresponsible. Irresponsibility now is yeah. now the the golden the golden egg to, would, to reach for. I'm gonna say something I don't know think I've ever said before, but and it's gonna be pretty black and white. And we know our teenagers, th th literally, physically, their brains are not fully developed. Yeah. Right. They're really vulnerable to this type of psych psychological warfare. Yeah. Yeah. They, we know this because the study in this article said that they had all of these teenagers, or there was these teenagers that were watching um, people with Tourette syndrome. Mm -hmm. yeah. They were watching people with Tourette syndrome videos because they just got you. You you know what it's like. You fall into a, a, a YouTube black hole, right? You, you start watching cat videos, and then you've got all the cat videos or whatever it is. Well, they were watching Tourette syndrome. People just were like, "Wow, these guys are weird." And they developed tics mm -hmm. themselves, right? Because something happens in their brain that mimics the behavior that they see. Yeah. So here's what I'm saying: these teenagers, teenagers, they are responsible. But they're not fully responsible. We know that because they're teenagers, mm -hmm. right? And if and they're, they're teenagers do dumb things because they're dumb. Okay, mm -hmm. they, they can be brilliant. I have a straight A student who is not wise. Okay, yeah, he, not he's wise. wise for his age, right. but he's not wise. Right. So here's what I'm going to say, parents. It is 100% your responsibility to not allow your children to have social media. Mm. It is mm -hmm. on you. And if they develop these things, it is your fault. And I know that's harsh, but you sh you know better. You should know better. The research is out there. It is unequivocal. Social media is damaging our teenagers. It's decreasing their happiness. It's increasing their depression, anxiety, fear, all kind of things. And that weight is on you. You should and most parents, many parents, they don't deny their kids this because they don't want to have a fight. Mm -hmm. They don't. All the other kids are doing it, and they don't want to have a, a kid who's weird or a kid mm -hmm. doesn't have a cell phone or a kid who doesn't have this. And so, parents, it is your responsibility. I'm, would you let your Would you let your child be interrogated by a Chinese, a communist Chinese official? <laughs> Yeah. No, then don't let them have social media because that's it's basically they're filtering the content they want your kid to see in order to corrupt him mm. towards their agenda. Mm. Yeah, so, I, and I, I sound like a complete unhinged. <laughs> you just came from construction, man. We're giving you grace. I just can't, I can't, I can't not speak up anymore. Yeah, yeah. I can't just act like it's like. It's not like the old days. It's not like Facebook was in the early days. It's not just your friends and family on there. Yeah. Listen, I went down, I had a meeting this week down at, at 392 Cafe in Davenport. And I felt like I fell into Never Never, or, or, or uh, hmm. whatever it's called, from Alice in the Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. I fell in the rabbit hole and I couldn't get out. I'm like, where are these people from? 
it looks like a different Davenport, mm-hmm. right? Blue hair, purple hair, yellow hair, face tattoos, as many piercings as you possibly can get on your face, showing body parts that you should not be shown in public. Mm. Like, you know, and I'm like, mm. this is the TikTok world mm-hmm. trying so hard to be original mm-hmm. and yet just looking all the same. All the same. Yeah. Just looking all the same. Like disheveled, mm-hmm. confused mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So right? what if, so what if you have uh, parents that are of course they have their kids on time limits of how long they could be on these things, but then they're also trying to shape and mold their kids in a way where it's not that you turn eighteen and then now you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's more of a progression of like what it looks like for you to be able to be responsible yep. and have these things. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of parents are like, You you can't have it until you're eighteen. Yep. And then they turn eighteen, but then at the same time you have no control over your kid in the sense of trying to guide them and yep. direct them because they're I'm a grown man or I'm a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Who are you to tell me how, like how, can we walk that out a little yeah, bit? Yeah, that's, that's well, good. Well, first of all, let me just say, why is 18 the magic age here? Yeah. Who told us 18? Right. Well, I'll tell you who told us 18. The government told us 18. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I trust the government to know what an adult is. Now, I realize that there are laws that when they turn 18, certain things happen. But I would just say, let's just, let's just, they're not but adults do, at 18. On, do, so when a kid gets 18, does he immediately get on his own phone plan? No. Oh, no. Oh, no, <laughs> baby. I know about that. My kids pay for their own phones. You're not on my phone plan. Good for you. Good for you. So parents, there you go. Yeah, there's one thing right there. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) Hmm, All right, that's food for thought. I'm going to talk about that. Uh, So my kids are on my phone plan right now, and and my kids will talk about it. But so so let me go back to your your question there. Um, I have banned, we, we we don't use social media. None of my kids can use social media except, okay, um, my son, who's 16, he can use two things, and that's YouTube and Be Real. And Be Real is one that basically, you're, I don't know, it, it's, a limit, it's a very limited one that basically you can only have a certain amount of friends, and you're on it for a very short period of t- time a day. Basically, it pops up once a day, mm. and you got to take one picture mm. once a day. And, and you can show it. And, uh, but I, and I agreed to that just this, this is like three months ago. I let him, I let him do that. Um, and I'm about to join be real just because I want to embarrass him and be on there and see, I'll see all this stuff. (laughs) But when it comes to YouTube, YouTube, I mean, YouTube is really one of those that's like, there's, you can find terrible stuff on there Mm -hmm. and you can find um, phenomenal stuff on there. You know, like, I'm doing construction right now. It's been a while since I've done a lot of construction. There's a lot of new products out there. And so when I'm trying to learn how to use a new tool, hmm. I'm, I'm YouTubing sure. it, right? That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Yep. But we specifically talked about this week um, shorts, YouTube shorts. And my son is, you know, he's gotten into Ben Shapiro and he's gotten into some of these guys and he's cracking up and he's watching them. And, and I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm okay with you watching that stuff. But I'm not okay with you watching the shorts. The shorts are just small clips of his longer stuff. Just watch the longer stuff. The shorts is reprogramming your vein. Yes. Right? But they're putting the shorts out because they're wanting to get the hook to people to come watch the longer videos. Mm -hmm. Right? Scrolling through the shorts, you're going to be just as intrigued by some girl shaking her booty as you are from Ben Shapiro. And it can go booty shaking to Ben Shapiro. Right. And so that, so shorts isn't good. So I'm, I'm, Am I 
all of my kids are on YouTube to a certain extent. Yep. YouTube kids for my younger ones, but we talk about what they can and can't watch, and they usually find a show that they watch they want to watch on there. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's these big Morgan Mormon families that have all these kids that they're watching. And they're all freaking millionaires. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, we have to talk about that stuff. So, but that's it. No other, no other social media. Yeah. Where they, and they can't have their own YouTube video. They want to have their own YouTube video. They want to do all this stuff. And I just said, no. Yeah. Um, but my kids, I'll, they'll probably be on my plan for a long time. And, you know, it, through college, I would imagine. And I'll just say, man, and I, I tell them all the time, I want to raise you in a way that when you can get TikTok, you're smart enough to not want TikTok. Yes, right. That's my goal. Yes. And so this article, I brought it to them. I, to Zoe and Javin, so I have a 13-year-old and 16-year-old. The other ones aren't worried about it. I, I read this article to them, shared it to them, and they were like, what? Oh, man. And then my daughter comes to me like an hour later, and she has a fr- her friend is on Social is on has TikTok, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Dad, would you, would you?" So I take my kids on a date. She's like, "Would you take blah 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 on a date?" And would you talk to them about TikTok? Because I don't want them to get hurt like this and get mm-hmm. damaged. And da, da, da. and I said, "Yeah." I said, "You and I, we can we can do that. We can take them take her on a date, or we can talk to her on the phone, or we can yeah. we can share this information with her. You know what I mean? Because my daughter cares about her friend and doesn't want her friend." Because, man, you, I've seen it too many times with youth. Mm-hmm. Great kid, great Christian home, worshiping Jesus like crazy. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's one thought. It's one thing. It's one group of friends. They mm-hmm. start, and, it's, and uh, this stuff coalesces a lot of times with weed, mm-hmm. smoking weed. They start watching these videos about smoking weed. Oh, smoking weed's good for everybody. It's good. It's good. It's not bad for anybody. The new studies are are showing that the the rate of anxiety, depression, and suicidal thoughts increase drastically when teenagers start smoking weed. Mm-hmm. So weed is not weed is not good for teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. So but that's that's so sad. So having these conversations, I'm talking to them about them, but I don't think the answer is here. Let me switch analogies. You can't buy a gun until you're 18, right? 21, some sometimes, but 18. I, my answer, my, my, I don't want to, I do want to teach my son. I want to take him out to the gun range and I want to teach him how to responsibly use a firearm. And I want to talk about all this. And, um, but I don't go, well, I'm just going to, I want to leave a gun in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I want you to get used to it. I want you to be responsible with it. I don't do that. Right. Giving a kid TikTok is like giving them a loaded weapon. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're ready to handle it. Yep. I don't think most adults can handle it. Right. Most adults, if you really look at their phone use, they are doing, this is why many parents can't parent when it comes to social media. Because they know they're just as guilty. And when they say, you can't do that, the kid says, first thing the kid says, why, dad? Mm -hmm. You scroll all the time. You sit there and scroll nonstop. Mm -hmm. And so a parent has no legs to stand on. Right? Even though you might be scrolling NBA statistics. Mm -hmm. 
to them it's the same, mm-hmm. right? So you might need to buy a Faraday box, and a Faraday box is a little box that it blocks all Wi-Fi waves. Basically, basically what you do, you have a little Faraday box on the counter, and when you get home, everybody puts their phone in the Faraday box until 9 p.m., and you have a screen-free evening mm, with your children. Beautiful. Just throw it in that box. Yep. You don't get any Wi-Fi. You don't get any dings, no buzzes, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to go off on, on all social media. I'm specifically specifically targeting TikTok. Now, there's another aspect of this. We just learned today that Montana, the state of Montana, mm-hmm. has banned, has signed a bill. The governor signed a bill banning TikTok yeah. because they've recognized the harmful effects on their citizens and the unique reality that China is behind it and wants to destabilize our society. So you're, you're getting lawmakers aware, you know, they're finally, Mm -hmm. they're waking up to this and lawmakers aren't tech specialty people. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so Mm -hmm. man, this, this article, it really warned me. It, it, it uh, confirmed some things that uh, that I felt to be true, mm-hmm. but it's th- the data is now in, and it's it's really mm. concerning. Yep. Any other thoughts from you guys? I, yeah, I just went had one thought, and it goes back to what we've been talking about when we went back to or, our origin study and, and remind, reminding ourselves of what God is wanting for our our Christian families, and that is to be fruitful, and in that fruitfulness that we are. We're really honing arrows for the future. And so you begin to think about, in one sense, I see God's strategy. Uh, if we will uh, follow what God has called us to do, which is to be fruitful as families and and then to be honing and to be to be really, you know, it's Psalm 127, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Uh, you know, that, that picture of an arrow where you've got to sharpen it, you've got to get it all, you know, you've got to get it, make it fine and true. This is what this is about. If we can have fine and true, mm-hmm. sharp children who grow up for this next generation, they are going to pierce this darkness in ways that, you know, the, the enemy is going to be defeated. And so I, I see a, a positive side of this is that, wow, we could have children who are, can read for two hours yeah. nonstop and, yeah. and really get something out and really be speaking to what's the, what was really going on in our world today. So be encouraged. Yeah, I, I think ultimately this comes down to we're liturgical creatures, right? We've talked about this before. Hmm. So we form habits, we form loves. I think about, uh, was it James, James K.A. Smith? Does a lot of work in this area. He wrote a book, I think it's You Are What You Love, um, talking about some of these things. But parents, you know, Justin said he didn't want to be too harsh. I'm not necessarily as worried about that. Your job is to train your children for what they should love. And so if you're afraid of having the fight over TikTok, over social media, like, I have a non-traditional family situation. I have, I have fought that fight, and I have won that fight. And so, like, we can talk about it, but there is a way to put your foot down that shapes them towards love without just saying no, 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 right? There is, there is reason behind it. Yeah. And so bring them that reason because this should be concerning. Yeah, yeah and I say, and, and again, I'll go back to the garden. So what did God say? God said no, but why did he say no? He said because there's, 
10,000 yeses that I want you to have. So we need to be pointing our children Mm -hmm. to those yeses. Think of all the yeses that they could replace this time that they'd be using on TikTok, all the good things that they could be being part of. So two things. We want our kids not only to do the right thing, not only to love the right things, Mm -hmm. we want them to be happy. Yes. God commands us to rejoice mm-hmm. and to be joyful yes. and to be lights in our world. That means we want our kids to be happy. We think if I give my kid this phone, mm-hmm. if I give my kid access to these apps, they're going to be happy. What we're finding out is that is statistically not true. Yes. Yeah. The more time they're spending on the phone, the more time they're spending on these apps, the more depressed they're becoming. Yes. Right. And so if you want your kid to be happy, say no yep. to these things. Now, th- this is I have an interesting situation. So we we've gradually we said no for a long time. And now my son got a cell phone about when he was 13 because he started babysitting and mm-hmm. we gave him no social media. And now he's 16 and has his own phone. And my daughter now got her own cell phone this year when she turned 13 and she's been ba- doing ba- babysitting as well. And of course, right away, now she can text. Now she and she's she's even more social than he was. So mm-hmm. she's even more absorbed in her phone. And immediately, like it was like five days into it, she got grounded. Like five days into it. And we've seen this in my son and in my daughter. When they get grounded, they get happier. Mm-hmm. He starts picking yes. up a guitar. He starts playing the guitar around the house. She starts drawing, writing, being creative, doing these different things, playing with her siblings, doing all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. She's way more emotionally and relationally aware than he is. She comes to us and she says, Mom, no, this is like two weeks later. She's like, after she's already gotten the phone back, she's like, Mom, can you ground me for my phone again? Mm. (laughs) What she's saying is, I recognize I am not in control. Mm. I recognize that I'm actually happier I'm a, I, she's happier around the house. She's more engaged around the house. She's not in her phone frustrated with her siblings because she's talking to her friends. Yeah. She recognizes she likes herself more mm-hmm. yeah. when she's less involved in her phone. She also recognizes she doesn't have the willpower yet mm-hmm. to put the phone down, mm-hmm. to not answer the ding, yeah. to not answer the buzz. She comes and literally just asks, asks to be grounded, you know? <laughs> and... Th- this is like what this is what we're saying. We're trying to raise happy teenagers, mm-hmm. but we're giving them technology that has never been, I mean, it's barely been studied. It's so new, it's barely been studied. And we don't know how it's I want to say we don't know how it's affecting our teenagers, but we do. We do now, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Go go downtown Davenport. Walk around, right? And say, is this is what is this what I want to see my teenagers? Mm-hmm. Right? Is this what how I want my daughter to look? Literally, this is what I want my daughter to look like. Is this how I want her to act like? Do I want her to mope around sad that you look at this person and you can tell they are a sad person? They do not have a good life. Mm-hmm. I look at these people and I go, I doubt they had a father that loved them. Yes. I doubt they had an engaged family. I doubt they had dinners together. I bet they got, I bet they had a broken home and I bet they had a cell phone given to them to entertain them yeah. early on. And they and their clique, their group, their people are somewhere else in the internet world and their group is online right who aren't happy and it's a bunch of people who aren't happy being unhappy together 
and it's it's not shaping productive, happy members of society. And when you look at it too, it's like with definitely with no controls, it's it takes away from their creativity. Right, they stop being creative. They stop wanting to do things, and then they just become lazy people. Um, and and that's and that's the toughest part to see your kids going down that that hole. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we recommend, man. I I, I really recommend just getting TikTok off, TikTok off their phones. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think Snapchat should be off their phones as well. Um, anything that. <laughs> Take a picture and then it deletes after they see it. Hmm, what could go wrong? Like, yeah. you know, um, and we should be steering our ch- our kids away from extended use of social media as, po- as much as possible. And we've we've just got to be careful. We've got to really be careful here. And I think even with the younger kids, I mean, a lot of times um, this phone action starts when you're just handing your phone to your kid and say, "Here, watch Coco Melon." Right, and then before you know it, like they have to have the phone. They have to have the phone. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, it continues to grow. Yeah. Listen, listen. Again, we're not luddites who just disparage all technology. If you are on a nine-hour road trip, handing your kid cocoa melon in the car seat can save the day. Yeah, for right? sure. It, it can be great. If you're at a basketball game. And you've got a two-year-old, and you're trying to entertain during a basketball game, handing a kid a, a, a cell phone. Okay, we, we get it. But it's when that becomes normative. It's when that becomes every day. It becomes repetitive. It becomes mm-hmm. the babysitter. Then, yeah, it's a major issue. And, and guys, we're here to build the next generation. We're here to build the happy, happy normies that build societies. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good. <laughs> right? I'm downtown Davenport. I'm like, these guys aren't starting businesses. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't building families. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't buying property. These guys aren't going to be here for the long haul. These guys are going to be mm-hmm. the slaves to somebody else. They're going to be working for somebody else the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And we're here to build the next generation. We're here to build the kingdom of God. So so is there some fear-mongering in this? Maybe there's some fear-mongering in this. I think it's just reality. I think it's just... I know most parents don't have time to read these articles. They don't have time to research this. They don't have time to study this. And they're just barely trying to keep their head above water. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, God has wired me in such a way that I read this stuff and I try to put this stuff together and I want to get it out to you guys as quick as possible. And so, um, yeah, so, man, ban TikTok. Mm-hmm. Don't let the Chinese commies get your children. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no wow. Hey, they are, though. I know. I literally mean they are communists. So uh, am I a conspiracy? I have never been a conspiracy theorist. But these days, man. They're they, making it easier. Man, the conspiracy theorists are just being becoming right too often than not. So there is some serious danger out there. Any any other thoughts that you guys have got? Anything that questions? Anything that I haven't said? I said... You think I need to need you push back on? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, hopefully this was helpful to you. We want to be here. We want to help you out as much as possible. If you've got any questions, email me, Justin Dean at SacredCityChurch.com. We love you. We are praying for you. We are here for you. We want to see your children worship Jesus and build happy families into the next generation. So God bless. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>